What a world you now listening to Talk of Brothers Podcast. Welcome to the Talk of Talk Talk of Brothers Podcast. Podcast. Allow me to reintroduce myself. So, talk of Brothers Podcast. Talk of Brothers. Talk of Brothers. Talk of Brothers Podcast with Smash and Goldie. Goldie and Smash, you guys doing your thing. The mic is contacted. I attract clientele. My brother. Goldie and Smash. Talk of Brothers. That's popping. We ain't worried about nothing. Y'all are now listening to Talk of Brothers. Podcast. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy Godi. And it's your boy BTG back in the building. Wanna welcome you guys to another episode of Talker Brothers Podcast. Today we got my boy BTG in the building. Smash is celebrating his retirement with his family, oh. doing the retirement thing, you know, ceremony dinners and all that kind of getting his little kudos from his uh, I don't want to say little. I don't want to diminish his accomplishment. You know, we all strive to to get to that point. I want to be in his spot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, well, we still got about a, a twenty plus to go. He, you know, he's right at knocking at the door. You know, about to walk in and chill. He's gonna be on official. Every day is gonna be Saturday for him. So that means you know you can pull some of these late night recordings. You would think, right? You would think, right? We're going to see how that pan out. <laughs> Come on, Smash. You ain't got no job. You ain't got nothing to do. Like, right. Every day's a Friday, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. So what's been up with you, man? Um, you know, man, same old, same old. I mean, it's getting a little bit, um, a little bit back to normal. We know, like, y'all press fast forward over there. But over here, you know, man, it's one one step at a time. <laughs> yeah, you you've been itching to get that. You've been itching to get at this, so we gonna we gonna open the doors with that one out the door. Governor Governor Abbott announces end to statewide mask mandate, allowing Texas businesses to open up a hundred percent. He said that all businesses can reopen at full capacity. And he's rescinding the statewide mask mandate beginning on March 10th. Go. (laughs) (laughs) He just said, you know what? Yeah, it's okay. You open up. You open up. You open up. Hey, take your mask off. It's okay. (laughs) Oh, but look, let me tell you something. Y'all stay over there, okay? Y'all stay over there until further notice. Now, it was already bad enough that... You know, y'all was already having a couple of places just popping. Right. Got celebrities coming out and, and stuff like that. And you're having a drive through strip club. And it's like y'all trying to, it, y'all will cheat death. Y'all, they, it should be a final destination on Houston because y'all, y'all keep figuring stuff to do. Right. Don't nobody want to sit down. Sometimes you got you would figure. Sometimes you want to save. You gotta save people from themselves. And this is one of them situations where somebody should be stepping in, saving our, saving us from ourselves. Because it, it. But when you hear them talk, they only talk about one thing: business, 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 money, money, mm-hmm. money, money. And that's all that's coming out is about employee employment. But if nobody's alive, then how you gonna make this money if you're killing everybody off with? You know, at, at this point in time, it's it's. I was trying to, I was kind of waiting and sitting back, like I'm, you know, I'm gonna take my vaccine. I was on a slow play with that, but now 
I, you know, as soon as that happened, I was like, you know what? Let me book me an appointment right now and get this vaccine. You know, I'd rather be mm-hmm. safe than sorry at this point, man. Well, you know what? Um, you know, originally I'm against vaccine, right. vaccinations. You know what I mean? But, but I also have kids. I also have a family. Um, I got the flu shot for the first time, I think, last year. And that was because, you know, we don't want to take any risk of getting my daughter sick. You know what I mean? Our kids sick in general. When they get sick, they go down. They got a ball of energy in general. Um, but, you know, recently my wife took her shot last week. And I was like, oh, I can't let my dog take this shot. And I don't take the shot. You know what I mean? So, you know, I schedule my appointment. I'm going to get it. And I'm just gonna sit back and chill, wait till I get the second one. And um, yeah, we're gonna see where we go from there. It's just that y'all decided to say, hey, look, <laughs> we know the vaccine is coming out, but we just about to beat y'all to it. You know what I mean? Like summertime is coming up. We need y'all to understand it's about to go down in Ace Town. It's, it's kind of, and, and uh, you know, read through some tweets, you know, Beto Rock, who's, you know, um, politician here in, in Texas, he said um, that Texas have officially signed their debt warrant. You know, we can add 44 plus killed, you know, and failed from this point from the, from the pandemic and botch rollout of the vaccine. You know, you top that off as, top that off what he says with, you know, with people freezing the debt. You know, he cares more about energy companies and making profits than to keeping Texas alive. That's crazy. And that's all that this is about. This is just a big money play. And you would hope and you would hope that that wouldn't be like life would be more important to them than than profit. But it just seems like every time and it's crazy, BT, because every time we turn around and we look at that, look in that mirror of these politicians and we see exactly what they're saying, exactly what they're doing. And it seems like we don't, we can't make a move to stall them out or, or, mm-hmm. or, or change or make a different wave or make a different wave. It's just like they know they're in control and they're going to stay in control and they're going to cater to who they want to cater to. Damn, who whoever get hurt by this. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, this doesn't hurt the rich. This has always hurt the poor. Like, you know, like Malcolm X said, America gets a cold, black folks, you know, black folks catch the flu. You know, and and that's exactly what's, what what this is about. And it's like, can you at least wait to forty percent of the state get vaccinated, fifty percent of the state get vaccinated, some type of benchmark before you decide? To, you know, okay, we're gonna we're gonna just go ahead and open up the state and, and let the chips fall where they may. So, right, I think we're the we're the incubator, we're the incubator. So everybody else sitting around, let's see how Texas fall out, and then we'll make we'll set our guidelines according to them. So. You know we're gonna be watching. <laughs> All eyes, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> we look at them. Look at Texas. Look at Texas, Texas. That's what they're doing. Um. Okay. So yeah, I mean that's. I mean, shout out to Texas. Like y'all trying. Y'all trying to hurry up and uh and get there wherever y'all trying to go. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, for me, it, for me, nothing's gonna change. I'm gonna still wear my mask. I'm gonna still social distance. Yeah. On, on, you know, on the flip side, though, man, I, I'm pretty sure you've seen this as well. Um, there's a lot of familiar places, a lot of familiar food places that that boarded up. You know what I mean? So it's like I, I'm starting to see 
I'm starting. I'm, I'm really starting to see the effect of last year, this year. You know what I mean? A lot of a lot of businesses went down. Right. But but isn't that the natural progression for anything? You know, if it you, is, if it you is, can't withstand there, you perish, and something else evolves from that, from from what's new. Yeah, but the thing that kind of the, the the one thing that kind of like caught me off guard is that these were like known franchises. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like you know not just the mom and pops, but you know certain franchises that's you know that you used to seeing when you pass by when you drive and stuff like that. Now you see it's all boarded up, and it's like wow. I, I feel I don't feel for big business, not one bit. I'm always I'm always for the little guy because we always the ones that suffer through anything that happened. Catastrophically, we'd always the ones that catch the brunt of it. So yes, I yes you want to see people have employment, but then you also want to see uh, what, what's going to evolve from it because if if one thing closes, something else is going to blossom from it. You know, and I think they're pushing the envelope too fast, too soon, just to keep what they thought was the norm. Get that back online. Like you said, it's all about energy in Texas. They, they want to get that back on, back up and running. They want to get the all all men with their pockets, line their pockets up again. So I, we understand why they're doing it, but we know they shouldn't be doing it. And then he tries to play the fact that we still want people to take their purse, be personally responsible for for their health. And a lot of times, again, I'm gonna say it again. Sometimes we gotta save save people from themselves. And and these, this is one of those situations where we should be saving people from ourselves and not. Um, just focusing on money itself. Right, right. Well, you know, you know what drives us. You know what drives this country in general. That that, that mighty green. Yeah. That mighty mighty dollar. On the flip side, man, out on your out on the left coast, man, we got we got Russell Westbrook announces plans to open up an academy in South Louisiana. I mean, South Louisiana. I'm Freudian slip right there. Washington with a standout and former UCLA star Russell Westbrook announced his foundation is partnering with LA Promise Fund to launch the Russell Westbrook Why Not Academy for our middle school and high school students in South South LA. I'm gonna keep wanting to say Louisiana. We know that's not happening. So South LA. How how has that reception been out in Cali? Well, I mean, that's dope. You know what I mean? Um he is he is one of the the one of the, the the few athletes that we actually and I, when I say athlete I mean homegrown athlete at that that we look up to. Right. You know what I mean. Our home, you know this hometown kid went to UCLA. You know what I mean. Hopefully he make his way back to LA <laughs> in his professional career. But um, yeah, man, it, it's always good to see you know people that came from the city that actually made it come back and and really you know put their name behind something positive you know what i mean and and um and he, and the and the thing about it is you know i i can't really speak on on houston that much because i i would when i followed him in okc i knew a lot of things that he was you know getting into with when he was with okc and like he he gives back to the city man not just the city not just the city where he's from and he, he's, I mean, he has, which we all hope that our athletes of color that look like us or my minorities in general, um, we would we want to hope that that they can 
can reach out and say, okay, yeah, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, as far as for people that look like us, not just not just for for profit. You know what I'm saying? It's just more about, you know, I want to do things to, to better my, my situation where I came from and that I also know people that's in that situation. So it's good to see Russ reaching back. And, you know, I'm big on the grassroots effort. How can a kid get to college? You know, most of these... You know, most of these entertainers and, and people that make it to, the, you know, they feel their endowment. But the thing about it is, how can a kid that's in a poverty situation that going through what they're going through, how can they get to that college? So this is definitely that step to bridging that gap so that they can get to that university or they can go to a trade school or can, deduce, can do something that they can make a living and be a, a model citizen. Yeah, and and like you just said, like you, you will hope that you know these other athletes and other entertainers can see the work that he's putting in and dedication that he's putting in. Just imagine like all the other uh, athletes that we have that's from the city, the Paul George, the Kawhi Leonard's. You know what I mean? And and you imagine if they just decided to you know build their own academies as well. Like we have to keep it going. You know what I mean? We can't just have the the, the, the Jalen Roses and the uh, LeBron James and the Russell Westbrook. We need more. Right. And, and that's a start. I mean, everything has to start from something. And, you know, I'm always screaming about action, action, action. This is definitely action. This is mm-hmm. putting your money where your mouth is and giving back to something that I know that's most more important, that giving these kids something to look forward to. Just like here in Texas, just like in every ghetto across America, there's thousands of kids that don't leave their neighborhood. Might not even leave mm-hmm. their, depending on the situation, might not even leave their city block, depending on their situation. So this is definitely something that's that's awesome. Give a kid a chance to see something better than what they normally see on an everyday basis. Right, right. And, and also, I want to give a shout out to... Uh, not just Russ, but his brother Ray. You know what I mean? I know Ray is the, is is the main reason behind you know the, the Why Not organization, the Why Not Foundation. So, you know, shout out to him because I know he has some some input on that uh, and and some you know has something to do with the school as well. So, and shout out to his wife uh, Nina Earl and business partner uh, Donnell Beverly. But they're they're definitely part of that driving force of getting this getting this taken care of. So big shots out to to Russ, and I hope that other entertainers, other people of influence and uh, financial influence, that they can understand, you know, where we're hurting at. You know, it's a lot of times that people want to look at us and say, you know, we always asking for a handout. Nah, we just asking for what what ails us. We just want to mm-hmm. you know heal what ails us, and these are the type of things that ails us. You know, financial literacy, you know, lack of education, you know, those type of things are, are what we what we heard at, you know, curtail this, this, you know, neighborhood violence, these, these type of things. If we can eradicate those type of things and get us on a path, these grassroots situations like this are definitely what's needed to to get us that way. So shouts out to Russ on that. Yes, sir. Now, on the other end of the spectrum, we're going to about get to somebody's getting richer to get richer being there jay-z network jumps 40 percent with sales of streaming service title champagne brand armand the brand so is jay-z 
trying to become the richest man in America in the world, or is, or he has a, a underlining plan for amassing all these riches. We talking about forty percent. That's oh, not a small cool. number. I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, I I don't want to count the man's pockets, but <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to buy? <laughs> His own country. <laughs> like, let please. Please just let us know because at this point, like, I like I don't even think the human race will live long enough to spend all that money. It's a lot. It's you a know lot. what I mean? And I, it, yeah, I don't know, man. And, I don't know. You know, you know, I'm always, I was, am I hard on Jay Z or am no, I just it, trying to keep him honest? No, this, see, this is the thing. And this dates back to the original topic that was what last, well, maybe about a year or two ago. Yeah, about doing Kaepernick, about Kaepernick getting back in the league. Yeah, yeah. And so the thing is, we've experienced failure so many times when it comes to uh, potential black leaders. And in this day and time, you know, there we pretty much force our, our, you know, leadership onto the athletes and the entertainers and since jay-z has had such longevity in the game or whatever and the move that he's made outside of hip-hop people consider him a leader you know and so when he's in position of power it's just like when obama got elected we expected instant change right you know what i mean and it's like again that's not that's not fair but at the same time it is because the amount of money that you've accumulated came from us being a fan of you. Right. So, 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 so let me play devil advocate here for a second, BTG. Mm-hmm. So the premise of title was to empower the artists so mm-hmm. that they can make more money from their from their artistic work than what the mainstream, a la Apple, Spotify, those different type of services. So you're right. looking at like Spotify gives maybe like 0.06006 whereas top man whereas apple gives something like 0.008 for every uh, every stream and every spin that's not even pennies on a dollar you know right. so here's a here's a black man that has yeah you're probably your streaming service is probably third or fourth but it's yours you know, right. and, and you're in that industry and you know what the struggle is. Why would you sell to a majority white company and you know that this is an industry where the artist is being jerked around and you have an opportunity to to change to turn the tide a little bit so that they can probably make one cent. Now let me shoot them some bail now. All let right. me shoot them some bail. This is only because, and this is just us being black in general. That for those for for those who that you know probably support him. Right. What if the reason why he sold it? There's not there's not enough of us to buy it from him, right? So he has to buy, he has to sell it to the next best person. And maybe the reason why he's selling it is because there's a big, bigger picture at the end. The problem with that is that we don't know. It, it, it comes off as if you just out here making money moves right. for, for yourself and not ultimately look out for your people. 
are. And that's why I said, that's why I said what I said in the introduction is that, do you think there is a bigger plan? Because I don't want to condemn him. If it it is, if it is, it's just, we just don't know though. That's the thing. We would hope so. We just, you know, there's no, and and he's been good at being private with a lot of, especially his personal life. Uh You know what I mean? So, Maybe it's one of those things where, again, like I said, with the whole NFL thing, is that it's not that I trust him. It's just that he's in there. Let's see what he's going to do. Right. But with this particular situation, we don't know how long it's going to take to see what he's trying to do, if he is trying to do something. Right. And, And I don't know, man. It just seems like, to me, it just looks like, this is my opinion, it just seems like he's trying to amass as much riches as he's possibly can and now don't get me wrong now kudos from the brother going from taking a company that was worth 50 million to selling it for 249 million so mm. over five times it's worth when you bought it you know shots out to him for that but i, I just in, in a time where we don't own much and you're like the you know fourth in the streaming services and then you give up your 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 majority stakeholder being a majority stakeholder to sell it to Square, it just, I don't know. It just doesn't look right to me, but we'll see. I'm not going to condemn him yet. Just like with the Kaepernick thing, we had to see how that turned out, and uh, we're still waiting, but right. we're still <laughs> we're still waiting on this one, too. So, I don't know, man. We we gonna I'm gonna let that ride for a minute. We gonna let that play. Yeah, out, see how yeah we got look, look, we gotta put we gotta put that on the stove and we gotta simmer it. Right. Gotta let that sim- we gotta let that simmer in the back. Right, right. So I, I want to play next thing up, man. Smash and I were talking one day, and he sent me this clip of this chick, and she was talking about um, how the effects of butt whoopings affects the child's you know cause them to have anxiety and mental problems different things like that from getting I did, not, I did not get anxiety from getting my ass whooped though. so but, right but let me play this clip so you can hear it and then we, we could put our throw our two cents in there adults be like I got hit as a kid I turned out fine but you're a people pleaser, you're emotionally inept, you operate in fight, flight, or freeze responses, you're engulfed in Stockholm Syndrome, you have anger, jealousy, and insecurity issues. The prompt, I feel, gives you anxiety. You date and surround yourself with abusers because you don't know how to properly identify abuse, and you don't set any boundaries because yours were always violated, and those who do set healthy boundaries, you perceive that as acts of disloyalty. Oh yeah, perfectly fucking fine. Now. Shit, shit sounds like to me she needs some help and and try and stop trying to box everybody else into her anxiety and her mental issues. What you think, B? I did not get anxiety from getting my ass whooped. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. And and all that the the the, the person that the person that she described. Uh-huh. Guess what? That's everybody. That's right. everybody. You don't have, you didn't have to get your ass whooped to be emotionally wrecked. You you you, you didn't. You didn't. And I understand because truth be told, there is it it depends on the child. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can whoop a child, whoop a child scared, and and they'll get it. They'll learn from it. And then you can whoop a child, and they end up being a goddamn menace. Right. You know what I mean? But I, I, that that doesn't. I just know. Growing up as a kid, 
every butt whooping that I got, I deserved every last one of them. You know, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It, it's now I understand there's a there's a line between abuse, being punished and, and and for corrective actions, using using that whipping as a corrective action. And I've never received a butt whooping to the point where I was just mentally like, you know, I want to commit suicide, I got anxiety, you know, I hear leather smacking against each other, I'm like I'm jumping, you know, different things like that. That's not the case here. I think she has some some real deep dark mental issues that she's dealing with, and that she's trying to le- levy that onto everybody else. And and I don't I don't think that's what it is. I mean, for and she and she probably a person that probably never ever got her ass whooped. You never know, man. Well, the way she act, I think she was she was abused. I don't think she was getting her butt whooped. You know? Probably that that could be as well. That could be as well. <laughs> It could, you know what I mean. But the thing is, the thing is, what she described—that's every freaking, that's every person, man. Right. It's everybody. Right. But I, I would think, me raising my kids, do I think my parents whipped us more than I think they should have? Yeah, I do. Um, do I think I deserved every butt whooping I got? Yes, I did. But I, so I try to take a different stance with my kids. I try to keep the butt whooping. The effectiveness of a butt whooping, just that, you know, because at a certain point in time, the kid, your child can get immune to the to those butt whoopers where they don't, yeah. where they don't work anymore. So very much so. So when I break out the strap, the kids know they did something totally wrong because nine times out of ten we're sitting down talking about it. You know, your electronics getting taken away from you, or there's some kind of punishment that's not physical. But if you did right. something way out of line that you know right from wrong and that deserves a butt whooping, then you know you deserve it and the effectiveness is there. And they that kind of get them, that get right get happens real fast. Right. Yeah. I agree. Since Smash is not here and we leave it, I usually let Smash close out the show with some mind-blowing, thoughtful words. So it's your time, it's your turn to do this. BTG, any closing words, my brother? Yes, I got some closing words for all you lovely people out there that feel like Texas. I need you to stay at home, okay? I need you to continue to wear your mask. Let me explain this to you. You get your first shot, that does not mean you good. Even when you get your second shot, I need you to sit down for a couple of weeks, Right. all right? Continue to wear your mask. Continue to keep your distance. You know what I mean? And, and, and everything could be all right. Everything could be all right. And physical discipline, read the room and, and, and know what you're doing. Right. Don't, you know be, I mean? don't be a bully parent. Be, be, yeah. a, be a thoughtful, because uh, you know, a critical thinking parent. You know? yeah, everything they, doesn't have to be physical. Because they do grow old. Yeah, that yeah, man. You know, as you get older, you that comes to play more. You think about that more. Like I want to make sure I do right by my children. So when I get old, they damn sure do right by me. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. You, you know? don't want it. You don't want them sticking. You don't want them. You know what I mean? Yeah. You you know, want, you I like to watch TV. So if you gotta do me like that for my kids, <laughs> I know y'all listening. If you gotta do me like that, at least put me in front of TV. Don't shove me in the front of no window. I don't want. Don't do me like that. Yeah, at least give him his TV where he can play his game and watch his game. Watch my TV, watch my game. Dang, all right. Yeah. yeah. 
So for all the listeners, BTG, where do people can find you? Uh, at BTG. Uh, well, no, at on all social media platforms at Baby the Great on all social media platforms. BTG for President, Open Run with BTG, a part of the Rare Sinus Network. Um, I think that's it. Black Horror Humor and the Breaks Radio. Man, that's a lot, man. You all over the place, bro. That's the. Oh, I'm for so tired. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you don't do it, who gonna do it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I try to tell them. So make sure that you share. Make sure that you rate us five stars. Uh, make sure that you join the Facebook community. There's always some stimulating conversation going on in there. Uh, that costs you nothing. It's all free. You know, well, just support. Right. So with that being said, much love. And we out. Okay. We have returned to claim the pyramid. Partying on the mothership. I am the mothership connection. Get down in 3D. Light year groove.